Good morning, welcome back. Here at the Nevada Press Association, I'm trying to try something a little different today. We'll call this one uh, Lessons Learned or maybe uh, Important Reminders. But the first one is from myself, which, because uh, I had talked <coughs> several days ago about the story about racism in Harrington and in um, reference to the Gazette Journal story and, and the story in the Mason Valley News, but I was. Um, reminded this week and became aware, I was not aware at the time, that those stories originally appeared uh, in the Sparks Tribune in columns by Andrew Barbano on uh, October 20th, October 28th, and November 8th, according to uh, actually the Reno News and Review, which is what reminded me. That's where I, I read about those columns and, uh, and checked them out and said, yeah, they should get credit for it. Um, Andy and the Sparks Tribune for bringing that to light initially, and he didn't get much credit for that. Another thing to remind you of, and myself, is how easily things can get out of hand for some of these uh, small boards and charities and, uh, and event committees. This is out of the Elko Daily Free Press uh, story today about the former treasurer of the Elko Moat. Elko Motorcycle Jamboree ordered to serve a year in jail for embezzling more than $35,000 from the organization, according to this story by Tony Milano in the Free Press. Um, interestingly, you usually expect in these stories to uh, read somewhere down in it that it stemmed from a gambling problem, but this one appears to be uh, quite a bit different. Uh, the attorney for the woman says it, it's not an excuse, but just notes that uh, it was a difficult time in the woman's life, uh, suicide of her son, death of her parents, and a divorce. Uh, so anyway, that's an interesting story and, and another good reminder. Here's a, uh, also one that this actually comes out of uh, Publishers Auxiliary, uh, the newspaper industry publication about the uh, the Texas church shooting and a reminder that although you see these places swarmed by national media and that's where most of us are eventually getting our news that the uh, the tiny newspaper in that county Wilson County News that uh, they had four people on the story this is about the editor Nanette Kilby Smith who was um, interestingly enough, scrubbing skunk smell off her dog when she got the call that people in her county were being murdered inside a church. And not only the reminder that these small community newspapers are right there on the scene having to cover this in their own communities, um, but in this case, and, and, and living with it afterward. They don't just move on to the next uh, mass shooting somewhere else in, the, in the, another part of the country. No, they're there, and this is going to linger for, for years as the effects of this shooting uh, in a town of this is Sutherland Springs, a community of, of 600 people. So. But the other striking thing in this, and another reminder, is a uh, that one of the Wilson County News former employees was killed during this shooting. Uh, the 
the editor says, yes, this, this was personal for us. So, a um, very sobering story to read this morning. And one other bit of news that I dug out of the, uh, let's see, the, the Battle Mountain Bugle, I believe, because it's covering Lander County and the Lander County schools. Yes, Battle Mountain Bugle. Sorry, I'm turning the pages here as I flip to find the story, but uh, down in the story about Lander County schools, we see that uh, they're going to make some changes at the Austin schools. The principal there says, right now Austin isn't a viable K through 12th grade school. We need to redefine what Austin schools are going to be. And his recommendation is to make Austin schools a kindergarten through sixth grade and bus the remaining older students to Eureka County for school. So looks like some changes for uh, students and parents there in, uh, in Lander County. All right, talk to you later.